Uh, it was, uh, it really, I, honestly, working with cadavers, it was, uh, it was tough at first. It, it really, kinda, you come face to face with your own mortality. Sunday potting. <laughs> Let me turn up that theme song. What do you want? What do you want to be? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Say, say, say. Oh yes. When you grow up, grow up. Wow. Wow. You know what time it is. Pod time. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Becoming a Doctor, a podcast where two fourth year medical students. Would you say fourth year? <laughs> Don't interrupt <laughs> the taglines, dude. Rule number one of podcasting. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's one demerit against you. Watch out. <laughs> Keep going, keep going. A podcast where two fourth-year medical students talk about the only thing we ever talk about, sadly. Med- medical school. Medical school. Sometimes gets you down. I'm your host, Santana Sanchez. I'm the co-host, Kevin Gale. Kevin J. Gale. Kevin J. Gale. Don't leave that initial out. And you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on becomingadoctorpod.com. That's on the World Wide Web. Yes, sir. www.http <laughs> colon forward slash forward slash becomingadoctorpod.com. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And on Twitter, at becomingadocpod. That's at becomingadocpod on twitter.com. Hard to, hard to miss us, really. Yeah, we're out there for the, those of you that are looking. Before we launch into our med school nonsense. Yep. You said Kevin J. Gale. Is that not your... What if I try to throw a, a middle initial into your name? What would you say? Doesn't exist. Tell the story. I was just telling Danny this morning. I said, you have to ask Santana this story. I was born on a cold... <laughs> no, I was born in the summer, September 14, on a Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. And my parents were like, uh, first name Santana. No middle name for this guy. Sorry. See ya when I want to be ya. Have you ever had a middle name? I have not. So here's the deal. All of my stuff, all of my docs, yep. all of my internet presence at the University of Minnesota, which is where I go to school. Yes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, has me listed as Santana Shock Sanchez. Middle name Shock. S-H-O-C-K. Like an electrocution. Right. Because uh, uh, that's my mom, my mother's maiden name. Her last name is Shock. Yes. When my parents separated, she had this plan that I thought was a great idea that her kiddos, yes. me and my bros, would take her last name as our middle names because none of us had them. And... um uh, apparently, to do that, you have to like do some apparently. paperwork. <laughs> apparently, you have to do some paperwork and yes. like go to the government, government. or whatever. And she started the process. Yep. And then gave up on it, and we were all like, "That's fine. Who cares?" So <laughs> it's middle name. She entered into your school stuff. 
yes, when I was applying to undergrad 20 years ago, whenever that was, yeah. uh, this was all in the works. So yep. I applied as Santana Shock Sanchez. Did not attend for undergrad, but now 10 years later, <laughs> it's still it's there. It's still there. <laughs> it's still It's still there at the U on every uh, EMR. And did any of your brothers go through the process of getting Shock certified as a real name? No way. Well, we were all minors. We can't right. do it on our own. Right. Okay. Okay. So anyways, uh, Kevin J. Gale, co-host. J, J stands for? James. Santana. Sanchez. Exactly. co-host. What a great, fun, interesting story. To that's a good, that's a good story. I like that. Ooh. You know what I think about that? This is madness. That's what I think about that. What? Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, let's launch into the... Why are we stop talking about anything other than medical school? That's the question. Well, before we get into medical school, we got an important thing to talk about. One oh. of our recurring uh, topics on this podcast is, of course, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> okay. Last we spoke. The Marvel Cinematic Universe. I love you, 6,000. There we go. You think you're the only superhero in the world? Boy. <laughs> Last we spoke on this topic, we declared... Marvel is back, in all caps, underlined, bold. Was that after watching... Shang-Chi. And The Legend of the Ten Rings? Yes. Yeah, I was pretty amped. I, I think I called you immediately after that movie and said... Marvel's this back. This is awesome. Ten out of ten, I had so much fun. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what we claimed. And you told me... I was born yesterday. Okay. <laughs> uh, These are all Marvel sounders. <laughs> that's, that's what I think of that joke. Uh, and so Marvel's newest offering on the big screen, oh the silver boy. screen, oh boy, the Eternals. Kevin and I, I and Kevin, both of us, went together to the theater yesterday. Yes, sat in the adult only section because we're grown ups. Yeah, we don't yep. want kids around us. Could have drank a bunch of tall boys. Could have Malbec's shots. Didn't chose not to. <laughs> chose not to. No thanks. Had to drive home. And this isn't not med school related because we went with a doctor, a current attendee at HCMC, yeah. Dr. Charlie Reznikov. Yeah, it was okay. a great time. Great to see that guy. Barely spoke about med school. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And the movie sucked. The movie was <laughs> not good. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, calling you on the way home. Yeah. Because we drove separately. <laughs> yep. I, had, I couldn't wait to debrief it with you until we got home. And I said, Santana, I would have walked out on that movie if it wasn't for Dr. Charlie Resnikov. Yeah, same. You can't walk out on our friend that we were no, here with. No. <laughs> Leave him by himself. He basically twisted his arm to go with us. Um, he, he had a good time. It seemed like he, he had a great he had time. A good, I would have walked out twice, if not more. Walked out, walked back in, walked <laughs> out again. It was Marvel's not back. The Eternals, skip it, don't watch it. Don't. Do it. Don't guys. even watch it when it go, comes out on Disney Plus. Don't do it. It's like three hours long. Oh my gosh. Uh oh my gosh is right. I you know, that's it. That's our review. Okay. Yep. Yep. Because right now we're eight minutes into this podcast and we have talked about middle names and Marvel. Here, I want to talk to Kevin Feige directly. I know you're listening, Kev. Yes. Yep. Hey, that's another Kevin on the Mount Rushmore. Feige. Kevin Feige. Yeah. Who is that again? <laughs> He's like the head of Marvel of Marvel Films at Disney. President of Marvel Studios. Holy moly. 
Yeah. Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios. Kevin Feige, you know, you got you've built up a lot of um good faith. Yes. And I don't want you to squander it. Let's get it together. You know, phase four is off to a rocky start. But for the love of God. And we keep telling each other it's gonna turn around. Oh, it's gonna turn around. It's gonna turn around. With each new property. When, when do we give up on it? Like after Spider the next Spider Man, after the next Doctor Strange? I don't know. I've been conditioned from the age of five <laughs> to, good point. to watch superhero <laughs> movies and consume superhero content. Um, because h- how old were you when the first Iron Man came out? Uh, 2008. 2008, I was 13 or 14. So, so, so sincerely, well, you were the prime age, that like a, two, a 13-year-old. Yeah, and when I was a kid, when I was like five, yeah. I would watch every Saturday morning... Spider Man, oh yeah, and the yep. X Men, and then the X Men movies came out in like the early two thousands. So, so you sick. were even younger. Yeah, I was loving it. I Man. was in hog heaven. Man alive! All right, well, we got to maybe break that classical conditioning. If Spider Man <sighs> and Doctor Strange suck, yeah, that would be sad. That would be a buzz. Anyways, my review: two out of ten stethoscopes. <laughs> I would, yeah, uh, I would agree. All right, that ends our segment. Okay. MCU. Great. Here's what I say to the Eternals. You blew it! <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, what's next? Um, oh, uh, it's our recurring segment. You know, you told me. You said, Kevin, you're in charge this week. Oh, yeah, it's your turn for Journal Club. Uh, dude, that sounds so amateur uh, intro. Let me try that again. Journal Club. Wow. Journal Club. Why does he sound like that? Journal Club. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that a toad? Journal Club. <laughs> I paid $75 to record Journal Club 10 times. It sounds like E.T. when he's dying. How about this one? Journal Club. Do we like that one as an intro? Sure. I love it. All right. Our official recurring segment Journal Club. Okay. We've, I think we've heard that <laughs> enough at this point. So uh, you said, Kevin, you're in charge this week. Well, we alternate weeks. D- do it, we? Yeah. Okay. It, that's how the journal club works. Well, last week, I, don't, I barely remember what you did because it was so terrible. But this week, okay. I thought, what are my passions in, in, in life? Santana, name off a couple. Uh, some things that are NSFW. <laughs> that comes at the top of the list. Duh. And um, look around our living room. Uh, piano? Playing piano and singing with my girlfriend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else? Medicine. Yep. So I figured I'd do a journal article review on medicine and music. Wow. So here's what we're going with right now. Systematic review. We know that's the top type of research, right? It goes through history, pulls out all the journal articles relating to a certain subject, and puts them together in a big, large data set. Sure. So this was from May 19th, 2020. So very recent. Within the past two years. And the title is Music Therapy in the Treatment of Dementia, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. This is from Frontiers in Medicine, the journal. Ever Ever heard heard of it? Let me let me read it again. Music therapy in the treatment of dementia. La 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 la. <laughs> la la la. 
Go on. Excuse me. La la la. I'm not listening. La la la. What's that from? Just a little bit of singing. A systematic review and meta analysis. So here's the background. I'm gonna, you know, you can write the background inclusions here. I'll read the background. Dementia is a neurological condition characterized by mm. dear. Go stupid. I'm trying try to talk here. Characterized by deterioration in cognitive, behavioral, social, and emotional functions. Pharmacological interventions are available, but have limited effect in treating many of the disease's features. Hmm. Several studies have proposed, proposed therapy with music as a possible strategy to slow down cognitive decline and behavioral changes associated with aging in combination with the pharmacological therapy. Wow. So w- before I go into the data, what's your general understanding of this? Um, of singing? Yeah. Music, music therapy, and dementia. That's a good question. I've seen one uh, part of a documentary or something where there's all these folks with dementia at like um, uh, assisted living facility, assisted living home, and it starts out and their their families come and visit them, and it's really sad because they can't really interact with their families, can't communicate. They don't really sometimes they don't remember who they are. Um, or if they do, they don't remember what they're like, anything about their lives or about their family's lives. And it's very distressing to them and to their families. And then they brought in um, this group, happened to be all people who used to like sing in church choirs. For some reason, they're all living together. Okay. They bring in some singers, they start singing some hymns or something. And the people remember the songs immediately. They sing along. Some of them. Uh, are just fantastic singers. And then after that, now they're all smiling and happy. And then after that, they their memory is better. They can interact with their families. Sometimes they remember stories from their childhood and they can share them. Um, exactly. It, so it was you've shocking. seen video clip of that. I've seen video You've clips. never done a systematic review, that's for sure. And I think what you're saying is... <laughs> I've never done a systematic review, <laughs> a, no. A ton of people have seen that. I, I just Googled in YouTube dementia and music, mm-hmm. and the second uh, the second link that comes up is from the Sundance Film Festival 2014. It's about dementia and music, and it shows the same thing. Oh, sure. A, a, a person with dementia, barely able to communicate... And then they listen to headphones music, and then suddenly their expression uh, increases. They are communicating with family members. Memories come back, singing along. It's tremendous. Tremendous. So I figured, why not do a little journal club review? Do you want me to hit the sounder? No. Journal club. (laughs) So anyways, here are the results of the systematic review. Uh, Results. After meta-analysis, it was shown that the intervention with music improves cognitive function in people living with dementia, as well as quality of life after the... Let's it- start at the very <laughs> beginning. Go on. Oh, this is a perfect example. This is from The Sound of Music, when you um, read, you Do Re Mi, and this song would bring when back sing, memories. Any memories it's bringing back for you? Yeah, for me, if I was... A person with advanced dementia This would bring me back to my childhood Growing up with my mom, my dad I'm glad you brought it up Thanks for playing this song You're welcome Uh, As well as quality of life after the invention And long term depression So uh, basically A ton of studies show that music improves 
uh, cognitive ability and quality of life with patients with dementia. Hmm. Um, remember, 2020 meta-analysis. Yes. Um, Indubitably. Of course, I read the whole thing because I'm a great reader. Always have been, always will be. Okay. Weird flex. <laughs> and <laughs> here are some of the key points. You ready? Key point number one. Music therapy is used as a treatment for the improvement of cognitive function in people with dementia. Wow. <laughs> is that is, <laughs> is that from um what's it called? The movie where they implant memories in people. <laughs> what's it called? Uh Inception. In, is that from Inception? Yeah. Of course. All right, hit it after every key point. Key okay. point number two. The intervention based on listening to music presents the greatest effect on patients with dementia. Followed by singing. <laughs> we're going to get a copyright infringement. I doubt it. All right. Key point number three. Music therapy improves the quality of life of people with dementia. Wow. So great. Wait. <laughs> what was number one and number two? Uh, music therapy is used as a treatment. Okay, okay, okay. Number three, music therapy improved the quality of life of people with dementia. And number four, music has a long-term effect on depression symptoms associated with dementia. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so how do we how do we incorporate music therapy into our practice going forward, Kevin? That's my question for you. Uh, that is a great question because we are both going into internal medicine residency. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be, you know, we're rounding in the hospital. Yeah. Um, hard for us to incorporate it, right? If we if we have well, a hard for me, you know, I'm not. I don't have the voice of an angel. Yeah, you don't have the vocal chops. I don't. No but doubt about it. Kevin I have seen I have seen you play uh, acoustic guitar, and I would say leave that at home as well. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I think. Uh, this could be for us to incorporate. I think we could recommend it to to patients or caregivers of patients in not, the hospital. Not good enough, Kevin. I want you in there singing your little heart out. Can you imagine if I day one I show up to residency and I'm like assessment and plan number one increase their insulin number two. Get him on an antibiotic. Number three, I'm going to sing to him for five minutes every day. <laughs> what do you think? You'd probably... Uh, <laughs> you'd rise up the ranks so fast. Um, I want to read some more highlights from the article. Though. Okay, okay. This is a journal club review. You want me to hit the sounder? If you... Please, for the love journal of God, club. get rid of those sounders. TV Journal Club. $5 from Fiverr.com. All right. Interestingly, this is from the meta-analysis. We observed that shorter intervention periods of music therapy, less than 20 weeks, uh, 20 weeks mm. and passive intervention methods such as listening to music, mm. had greater effect on people living with dementia and, than longer intervention periods or interact, interactive interventions such as singing and dancing. That's weird. Yeah, it's counterintuitive, don't you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, very counterintuitive. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, so listening, putting headphones on compared to singing, better and shorter uh, treatment period. Huh. Uh, huh? And then there was a couple other things I wanted to bring up from the journal article. Okay. Um, 
Why do you think this? They 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 kind of um, go on. <laughs> they kind of hypothesize on why this could be. Uh, music is a pleasant stimulus, especially when it is adapted to one's personal preference preferences, and it can evoke positive emotions. Some studies have demonstrated that music therapy had an influence on levels of hormones such as cortisol. It also affects the automatic nervous system by decreasing stress-related acti- activations. So it's got all these like uh, you know neurotransmitter um, interactions. Wow! To maybe improve uh, cognitive function. Uh, and last but not least, I want to read their conclusions paragraph of their article. Can't wait. Um, if I could please have back silence while I read this. Sure. This study shows evidence with a positive trend supporting music therapy for the improvement of cognitive function in people living with dementia. Additionally, la, the, la, 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 la. Additionally, the la, study la, reveals la. a positive result for treatment of long-term depression without showing an effect on short-term depression in these patients. Furthermore, music therapy seems to improve quality of life of people with dementia once the intervention is finished, but it does not have a long-lasting effect. Those are the conclusions. Wow. What is that? La, 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 la. What is that from? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, there you go. That's the Journal Club. That's a great article. I was inspired by all the singing I've been doing in the past six months. Oh, and your memory. Well, it's always <laughs> been just top notch these days. On point. Uh, no, I mean, that there are music therapists, right? So use yeah. them. It's hard pressed to find them probably in the hospital. Uh, if we're rotating, like it'd be hard for us to do a consult with a music therapist. Yeah, definitely these days. But when I was rotating in child psychiatry, hmm. the little kiddos who were hospitalized with psychiatric illnesses, yeah, music therapy was part of the daily um, activities that they had. That's cute. Yeah, and so did you join in, sing a couple, sing a couple uh, tunes with I, them? I, as a med student, I just I did watch a few of them, but I didn't join in Come on. because I was like one of the care. Uh, one of the providers, right? Student provider. Okay. So I figured if they hear me butcher a song of Justin Bieber, they might never take me seriously again. <laughs> the kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, there you go. Journal Club. I love it. Let me end the segment as we always do. Journal Club. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. Have you heard of that website, Fiverr? Yeah, I have. You can do all sorts of things with five bucks. I know. So I said, I Googled Deep Voice, $5, and this guy came up, and I rated him five out of five stars, did exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> um, I think I've made myself clear uh, on my feelings towards yeah. the new sounder you love it all right next segment what is it <laughs> next segment is our guest but real quick yeah what's up what's next that was sick wow <laughs> that was awesome got a lot of water on my microphone blackberry bubbly not our usual uh lime bubbly and this is room temperature, not usually uh, not usually room temperature, but it's still delicious, right? I mean, it's still refreshing. <sighs> Bubbly. <laughs> you should get paid for that. I should. You should go on Fiverr. Fork it over, get dude. Extra income. All right, so let's get our guest on, on okay, the line yeah, here. Yeah, do the introductions while I Time find to go <laughs> Our guest this week is one of my oldest friends. Um, 
I met this man when I was probably like six years old. Is that serious? Yeah, maybe seven, six or seven. In the neighborhood or elementary school or what? Elementary. Okay. We go way back to the beginning, to the old times. Uh, uh, his name is Malik. Yep. Konop Defreitas, current student in the School of Dentistry. Wow. At UCLA. Student. Uh, uh, First dentist. Uh, hello. Hello. Malik. Welcome oh, to the pod. Uh, I'm on the pod? Yeah, we're recording you live to oh, tape. Beautiful. <laughs> wow, I'm so honored to be here. Yeah. I've never just, been on a pod before. Well, this could be your big break. <laughs> this is what you waited for. Uh, exactly. I was just saying, you're the first um, dental provider student that we've had on the pod. Uh, oh. So, you know, huge responsibility on your shoulders absolutely a lot of clout too big clout i'm gonna tell all my dental friends yeah definitely it's it's a good thing santana added student to that sentence because we have had a dentist on before oh have you wow yeah one of our peers mother is a dentist and she made a short appearance yeah but that doesn't count (laughs) we need to have her on for real though uh okay malik who are you give me (laughs) i have no idea who you are introduce yourself uh well Thank you for asking. Um, my name is Malik Kanup Defreitas. I am a fourth-year dental student at UCLA School of Dentistry. Uh, huge fan of the pod. Wow! By the way, wow! Big fan. Unironically, I'm also semi-ironically a fan of Kevin's soundboard oh. that he uses yes. almost every episode. <laughs> so I, 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 do I get to hear those like through the phone? Can I don't do think you can. We, we tried it's it. We'll, here, we'll do a test. Santana hit it. Here's a test. Right. Can you hear that? It's very loud. No, I can't. Yeah. It's okay. I, I, I trust I trust the editing process. <laughs> adding all your stuff. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, so I'm a fourth-year dental student uh, UCLA. Uh, I was born and raised in St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, baby. My good friend Santana here. BFFLs. Best friends for life. That's what that means. Yep. Thank <laughs> for you. All, your, all you listeners. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, wait, wait. Where, yeah, where did you go to undergrad? Went to undergrad at Northwestern University. Meow, also meow. with Santana Sanchez, Santana Shock. Go Cats. Santana Shock. Go he cats. knows your middle. He knows your fake middle name. We just talked about that 20 <laughs> minutes ago. Duh. Um, so I would say in undergrad, it, it, friendships deepen often because you experience like becoming an adult almost like you like learn how to, you know, get drunk. <laughs> you learn how uh, to go to class. Huh? So did, uh-huh. if you had not gone to Northwestern, do you think you'd be less of a close friend with Santana? We'd probably be enemies. <laughs> <laughs> probably be worse enemies. Uh, no, no, I, I think, uh, I mean, I guess in, in some ways, I think, we, I think we did get a lot closer in undergrad. We've, basically lived together for four years mm-hmm. with, um pretty similar people i'd say so we made similar friends and yada yada but i i will say me and santana have a little a crew of bffls Squad. that uh you know we all didn't go to the same undergrad or anything shout out enzo santana cooper ryan um aiden but yeah, um, we all didn't go to the same undergrad or anything but i feel like we've we've remained pretty close no doubt years and i think that wouldn't have I wouldn't have changed if Santana and I went to different undergrads. So. Well, it's funny oh, that you I say that. It. you have it. B- 
best friend because the definition of best is uh, oh. the most excellent. Uh, so <laughs> it's hard to have more than one best friend, but you're saying you have BFFLs all over the place? Left and right, I, dude. I, oh, everywhere. Everywhere. That, you know, I think that's your definition, Kevin. I don't know. I, yeah. My definition of best friend extends to, yeah, to Kev, many. Kevin's pretty closed minded. <laughs> <laughs> One of his many flaws. Um, okay, Northwestern. And then you went, did you take any gap years in between uh, undergrad, Northwestern, and dental school? I did. Um, so I took one gap year. Um, you said you had to kind of like apply, interview, relax. Uh, I did do, I did work for let's say like nine months or so of that gap year. I worked at a dental lab, mm. which is uh, about to educate the pod. It's basically like a little factory where they produce crowns and bridges. Say a dentist, like, you know, prepares your tooth and is like, okay, you need a crown, blah, blah, blah. Sends the impression of that prepared tooth off to a lab. And the lab makes the crown and sends it back to the, to the dentist. So, so you were making, that's teeth. where I worked. I was making fake teeth. Wow. It was uh, a lot of, it was like, I was part of an assembly line, so it, it got pretty monotonous after a while, but. A craftsman. Uh, you know, yeah, a craftsman. Like- <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I learned a lot. So. Um, I'm surprised. I When I picture fillings and crowns, I picture them doing it right in the dental office themselves. That's, ah. not, that's not normal? Um, no, that's actually pretty normal. So there's, uh, these things called direct restorations, which yes, you do right in the office, get in, get out. Those are like your typical fillings and stuff. Your dentist cuts some of your, the infected part of your tooth away, replaces it with, um, uh, a material and then sends you on your way. Indirect restorations are a dentist prepares like, it's like crowns, bridges, that kind of stuff. Uh, your dentist will prepare a tooth, uh, by prepare, I mean like cut away tooth structure, take an impression of that, send it to a lab and in the meantime you get like a temporary crown that the dentist will make right there but you get your final restoration the next appointment so it takes two appointments but yeah it's about half and half i don't i don't really know wow dropping knowledge on us right now that's right all all that interesting dental stuff sure everyone's just so intrigued right now (laughs) that was pretty articulate actually uh as a future provider dental provider (laughs) um i have a dentist question yeah. Do I need to brush my teeth? <laughs> that doesn't oh, seem nice. that necessary. Give, give me, give me the tea balls. I love this. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, two times a day. That is what is recommended by our our current knowledge base and research. Uh, two times. Two times a day. Yeesh. Once in the morning. Once in the night time. At least two times. But the floss, I just throw that right in the trash. Right. That's an old. That's an old wives' tale. <laughs> That, yeah, exactly. It's 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 not meant. It, it's it, it's meant to. Uh, I don't have a good joke. Okay, edit that out. Edit that out. <laughs> no problem. Credit <laughs> point. Consider it done. Uh, Big floss. Well, yeah, no. Definitely floss. Um, if you don't like flossing, which I actually don't, it's kind of hard to do. I love I'm it. I'm gonna admit it. Okay, <laughs> good. Santana's gonna floss every night. But if you can't floss, I would recommend these things called soft picks. Hmm. Um. They're like the gum brand soft picks. They're like little white sticks with green Christmas trees on the top. You stick them between all your teeth. It's way easier than flossing, and it works just as well. Research shows. Wow. So, I'm wow. looking at it right now. That, I might actually try that. These 
these gum yeah, soft picks. Gee, gum like. soft picks. I, I am not a representative of gum. Or nothing. <laughs> You're not sponsored. Paid. Okay. Not sponsored, but I like them a lot. So. Well, uh, okay. So that's maybe. who Malik is. That's right. What are you doing um, in dental school right now as a fourth year? As a fourth year dental student. Um, so a lot of the fourth year of dental school is, uh, is patient care. So, um, very few classes nowadays, maybe like two or three and like they meet like once a week, but mostly I'm just kind of taking care of my patients, uh, doing fillings, crowns, bridges, all that stuff we talked about, giving people dentures, blah, blah, blah. Um, going on rotations to like community clinics and doing dentistry there. Uh, yeah, as a, as a dental, I, I, I guess after dental school, you, um, don't have to attend a residency you can uh just start working straight away so dental school prepares Lit. you to be a, a dentist dentist so get that bread do you feel like get you that could, do you feel like you could do it already like you're at a point where let's say um like in the covid pandemic some med schools their medical students left med school early to become residents because there was such a shortage if if you mm-hmm. had to leave if you had to leave dental school right now are you already ready you do you still need that last like six months of clinical work before you're practicing i i mean i this last six months will definitely help but yeah i, I do feel pretty prepared to do to <sighs> do most things um in the in the dental world although like you know you'll you hear a lot that like new dentists that come out they're pretty slow and i, I think right mm-hmm. now it's like that's something i'm trying to work on getting my speed up but also, you know, taking good care and being, being, uh, you know, thorough. Of course. Duh. Duh. <laughs> That's pretty cool, mom. Though. If you're listening, that is yeah. that is very different from fourth year med student, where we don't know anything and we're gonna really learn how to become a doctor during residency. Yeah, three for sure. Oh, believe me, I, I I still feel like I don't know anything, but I uh, I you know it feels good to know how to do some things. I guess. Right. Yeah. Right. Where I'm at. You got some good yeah. skills. All right, I got another dentistry question for you. All right. This has been a... St. Dana's got all these <laughs> softballs at you. Oh, uh, yes, let's go. This has been a topic of controversy here at the Pod <laughs> HQ. I, I think I know it's coming. Uh, go ahead. As you know, this podcast, we're attempting to get a sponsorship from Bubbly, <laughs> Sparkling course, Water. Yeah. Is Sparkling Water bad for your teeth? I've heard both. I've heard it's bad. I've heard it's good i've heard it's well, really good for your teeth makes them stronger <laughs> yep Santana, i'm so glad you asked um this is something you know we we've, we've discussed off the pod before yep and after doing some more research into the matter i will say that sparkling water or carbonated water whatever by itself is not bad for your teeth um it is wow. a little bit acidic Wow, yeah, big, big dental opinion here. The official ADA recommendation is that it is not bad for your teeth as long as it doesn't have, like, acidic additives because acid kind of um, lowers the pH of your oral environment, like, um, which basically kind of makes you have little micropores in your teeth and weakens Ooh. your tooth structure. You can waste it away and, you know, that uh, kind of stuff. So. Micropores? Yeah. And and Micro-pores. like some acidic <laughs> beverages would be like Coca Cola or Pepsi. They have extra stuff like extra acids in there, basically. That kind of stuff. Yeah, even like uh, like fruit juices, that kind of stuff, like lemon juice, acid, blah, 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 like 
Well, that's me... why I was worried about your bubbly, your because you mm. guys like the lemon lime flavor, right? I, I was do. worried that there's there's some more like you know the, some uh, some citric additives in there, but nope, unclear yeah. this way. Well, nope. sometimes no, I just I add a little bit of hydrochloric acid to my <laughs> bubbly. <laughs> Wow. Well, is that, that I seems stop? just perfectly fine to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got another question. Uh, yeah. This is actually, I'm so glad you're here, Malik. This is actually going to be <laughs> a, uh, I'm going to test your dentistry knowledge versus Kevin J. Gale. Oh, my God. A little game here. And Kevin doesn't know about this, so we're not cheating. Oh, my God. Which of this you guys me. can guess? Uh, the lead the leading toothpaste brands in the United States, based on oh sales. My. I got the list oh, of man. top ten right here. You each get top three buzzes. I don't know if I can name ten. Okay, I should will, be able to do that. I, we'll go back and forth. Top ten and first person out loses. Uh, no. so I like this. So no, I, we got three buzzes, and we're gonna let the guest go first. Okay, Kevin, sorry, sorry. Wait, so they go, okay. and then I, he goes, then I go. Yeah. Okay, hit it. All right. Um, Colgate. That is correct. Top ten. Let's go. Okay, my turn. That's number five. Ready? What? Number five? Mm-hmm. Crest. Okay. Ah, oh, that's a nice one. Correct. That's number seven. What? I I just want to jump in seven. here and say that there are like sub brands yeah, on this sure. list. For sure. No doubt. Crest and Colgate off the board. What do you got, Malik? All right. Um, no way Kevin's going to be able to name another one. So I'm going to say <laughs> <laughs> Sensodyne. That's got to be all right. Correct. That's oh, number two. Oh, that's Holy moly. Number two. That's $196 huge. million dollars in sales in 2019. Oh, my God. Now, uh, before I guess, are you saying I can say like a uh, subcategory like Crest mint or something like that, or or what is? <laughs> yeah, that's not one of them. I know. I'm just. I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm gonna say, um, as mine. I can't think of any more toothpaste. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the uh, Arm and Hammer baking set of toothpaste. Oh my god! The old standby. That was from your. That was from your uh, early days. <laughs> the first toothpaste that was invented. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no! buzz. Oh, he just buzzed me. All right, buzzed. Malik. All right, do I put him away here? Yeah, put him away. The one, put him away. I actually don't even know if this is a sweep the leg. Brand. I, I I know the, the sweep the leg. I know it's a toothbrush brand. You probably sell toothpaste. Oral B. That's a buzz. <laughs> wow. No. A, so no. if I say one, I win then. Well, I'm saving one. Wait. No, no, you get you you each have two buzzes remaining. Oh, okay. It's like Price oh is Right. Oh my God! This... Wait, no, not Price Can is I... Right. Family Feud. Family Feud. <laughs> close, close. <laughs> um, I'm out. I'd say if anyone can name another one, they win. I mean, I'm just yeah. gonna buzzes left and right. <laughs> well, Honestly, let's hear me it. too. I'm I'm out. That was all mine. You guys only know three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the dentist here. That's true. I didn't go to school to study toothpaste brands. <laughs> well, what do you? Oh. Not a huge fan of capitalism. Oh, first of all, good point. Wow, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so don't you, mean to get too political. So here. we never got the number one. You never got the number one, Malik. Do you have another guess for all the marbles? This is a lot less exciting I, than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I truly don't. Uh, 
Sonicare. That's another toothbrush brand, but I don't know. Sonicare? Is it on the board? No way. Buzz. <laughs> Imagine. <sighs> All right. The number one is coming in with $264 million in 2019 in the United States alone. Crest 3D White. Oh what the my crest? God. Ever heard so of it? The subcategories. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I see. The rest oh, of them were all subcategories. Wait, th- so they were all Crest or Colgate? It was Sensodyne Pro Namel. Nice job with that one, Malik. Colgate Optic White. Oh my God. Colgate Total. That's what I use. <laughs> okay. Colgate Max Fresh. Oh my God. So they're all Crest and Colgates. Crest Pro <laughs> yeah, Health wow. Advanced. Malik, let me just all, say, all I apologize for the, the the terribleness of this game. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought it was fun. I, uh, <laughs> I thought there there was a lot more for me to lose than, than the game. To be honest, <laughs> that's a good point. So like, good thing you pulled Sensodyne out of the hat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, I don't know where that came from. Don't. All I'm going to say is, don't stop studying, Malik. <laughs> you still have much to learn. <laughs> Sounds good. Six months. I'm gonna need that. Need that brush up on my two faces. Um, okay, before we we launch into hot takes, my oh, question yes. for you is: since you know the majority of our listeners are med students, mm-hmm. and by majority I mean nobody listens to this podcast. <laughs> oh, I listen uh, to your podcast. I remember. I remember first year <laughs> in med school that we had to take gross anatomy, which is dissecting the the human body looking at all the parts, naming all the parts, and the dental students were doing it mm-hmm. from, I think, like the shoulder level up. I don't know. Is that yeah. what it was like for you, too? Gross anatomy, shoulder level up? Yes. So we, at UCLA, we did uh, torso up, I guess, I guess pelvis up. I don't, I don't know. You're, you guys are the doctors. You know, I, I don't know all that stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we did gross anatomy with, with a particular focus on the head and neck regions sure. those questions appear on our board exams all that kind of stuff so it's good to know and for us it was a complete waste of time same for you guys as well <laughs> wow no, somebody's no, 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 no. cheated <laughs> no it was fun it was a good time uh it was uh it really i honestly working with cadavers it was uh um i don't know it, it it was tough at first. It, it really kind of you come face to face with your own mortality. Like, you know, that it's, uh, I don't want to get too dark on this podcast or no, the darker, know, the better. Mm-hmm. The darker, the better. Um, so yeah, it was just, you know, it was an interesting experience. Uh, I got to flip open some, reflect some muscles and, you know, do some, uh, scalpel cutting and all that stuff. Yeah. You're so articulate about this subject. <laughs> <laughs> flip open some muscles. <laughs> <laughs> flip some muscles around. Um, yeah, I know it was great. Yeah, very very unique experience. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that I got asked about the most as oh, far as yeah. med school. Like, first, first year, like, what is that like? Is it weird? Yeah. Do people like freak out? Um, and it yeah, wait, yeah. is was super weird. I didn't freak out. I thought I was going to. Um, yeah, but yeah, definitely. Kevin, how did uh, how did you feel about it? It seems like you did not like it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm uh, Santana's right. I'm very jaded about whole med jaded. school curriculum, and anatomy was a huge waste of time. But I do remember you 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 said uh, try not to get dark here. I do yeah. remember. I just spoke with this about one of my uh, med school friends. 
what she remembers the most from med school anatomy was that the head was covered the entire time with yeah. a trash bag, like a black uh, trash bag. And and mm. it was so interesting because this is somebody's um, like mother or father or it's son. It's a person. It's a person, right? Mm-hmm. With like their yep. own entire life story. Mm-hmm. And the anatomy lab intentionally dehumanizes the person by having that, mm. that black trash bag on. And I think the theory was so... Um, you wouldn't be like looking into the person's eyes or face the time whole time, and you could concentrate on the actual anatomy. Sure, but I mean, what an odd experience, right? And then, like halfway yeah. through, you take that off and you start working on the the head anatomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah, very dark, very odd, and interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we had the exact same um, experience there. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the uh, the head might have been covered. I don't know, out of some sort of like respect yeah. for the for the person, that kind of stuff. I I know that like um, there have been instances in the past where um, you know people like well you know make jokes like uh, inappropriate kind of stuff and mm-hmm. maybe to kind of dissuade that that kind of stuff. I'm not sure though. I yeah I see where you're coming from though. Kevin. Coming from though there. Yeah, preserve a little bit of their identity and dignity sure at that mm-hmm. point um definitely wow you guys are so articulate wow jeez i need to i need to make my own podcast yeah yeah what would you call it <laughs> wow uh that put me on the spot uh i'd call it future dentist uh who's bad at smash brothers that's what i would call whoa. it. Long t- it's a long I title we're but... finally getting into it all right <laughs> this is this is the fun part of the show everyone <laughs> buckle up <laughs> no 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 can uh, you believe that <laughs> i can't believe it. he's I, i've been gone for a few months he gets one win and all of a sudden kevin <laughs> j gales the best super smash bros player i know like I, I, I don't know. He I'm talks so about surprised. it every day. I do. I talk about that. <laughs> I'm really excited, actually. The first time, one of the first times I played video games with Santana, I won fifty dollars from him in Smash Brothers, and I'm very what? excited to do it to you as well in on the Dancer, Switch. You let that happen? I did, but I uh, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Don't the worry. Uh, the uh, what am I? What am I trying to say? I think you're trying to say. The profit, uh, <laughs> the profit balance sheet is net positive for Santana yeah. at this point. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, Santana, either way, I'm going to wipe the floor with this man and then win your fifty dollars back and give it straight to you. It's dedicated to you. Wow, what a what a BFFL. My man, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> My man. Wait, before we get into other, I I want to hear like as as you're in dental school, right? We're kind of in the same professional. Yeah path future providers medical oriented i want to what tell me something interesting about um you know dental school right yeah uh well something interesting something surprising though it surprised two med students oh let me see give me give me uh a couple seconds to think here and then you can cut it out and pretend that i yeah, said it immediately yeah didn't need this is, don't worry this isn't an interview question you can take as much time as, as needed here <laughs> oh beautiful beautiful hmm. when i talk when i well, first thing that comes to mind for me is that we during the yeah. covid lo- shutdown our school went online for four months that's i think that'd be surprising for a lot of people mm-hmm. that we were mm-hmm. taken out of the hospitals taken out of the clinics and we're just on zoom or taking tests for four months 
Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, we also did that. We, we were out of the clinic for, yeah, four or five months. Um, wow. but yeah, no, it, it's, uh, we, we got back in there. We, uh, we have our advanced level PPE now with our face shields and our N95 yeah, masks. Yeah. And you got it. Doing all that stuff. You just, you just got it. Let's see. What would, would surprise a couple, couple med students? Um, I guess in dental school. Go on. <laughs> no, I, I, I decided against that one. Okay, yes. Here, I got a dentistry question for you. All right. Is it true that dogs' mouths are cleaner than humans? How is that, that possible? Is a great question. Um, <laughs> depends on what you mean by cleaner. Like, mm. I mean, everyone's mouth has just so much bacteria in it, very many different kinds of bacteria as do dogs. So it kind of just depends on the, the, the flora of your own, the, wow. of your own mouth is different from a dog's but it's cleaner it's all relative you know yeah debunked myth debunked debunked (laughs) Debunked. Mm, let's see uh no i I don't know maybe maybe this is a this is a self-report i uh i maybe i don't find yeah tweet at us that crazy and interesting yeah yeah um but yeah i'll uh (laughs) I'll send, I'll send you a message maybe, and then you can include it on your next podcast. Oh, perfect. Little, little side. Hey, a little this teaser. is a fun dental school thing. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Well, I'm sure Santana did prepare you for the last question. Oh, yes. Santana? I want you to tweet at us <laughs> at becoming a doc pod. Hashtag dental drama yes hashtag dental, dental drama. drama and we want to know the most oh. surprising or dramatic thing in, in dental school mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hashtag okay. dental drama all right but but that wait wait actually i do have one yes. this is my interesting hashtag d- toothquake <laughs> um it's it's more about the the social aspect of dental school Ooh. actually quite a lot of drama now that you mention it perfect um we go to the same classes every day you know we're just we're all together a lot of cabin fever kind of stuff so um we uh you know we get to know each other very well almost too well and uh my first year of dental school had some experiences that were on par with shows like keeping up with the kardashians and stuff like it's just just needless drama but fun nonetheless i'm a sucker for drama so keeping it spicy Yes. We'll let we'll let that vague answer go to the (laughs) imagination of the listeners. Hmm. Imagine what it's like there. Keeping up with the Kardashians. (laughs) So like Lamar Odom was there. Exactly. Oh wow! Somebody owns a billion dollar makeup industry at UCI. (laughs) Must be nice. Exactly right. All right, get to the good stuff, Santana. What me? Ask the question we've all been waiting for. All right, this is the most important part of the podcast. Lots of people skip forward just to this part. Excellent. Uh, we want to know your hot take. Hmm. Well, I have been thinking about this. Excellent. Great. And yeah, quite a while. Um, I may upset some listeners and Ooh. some hosts in this one. <gasps> But I will say that I think sparkling water 
is not good. <laughs> it is regular water, but make it a little bit harder to drink, and it's just less efficient. Yeah, I don't. It it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. How I, you know it's not it's not bad for your teeth, sure, but come on. Holy moly, this is good. This is really good. You come on to my <laughs> podcast. You know, Wait, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't mean to upset, upset any bubbly fans out have there. Have you even you know, tried like the good, like the, the high quality caliber LaCroix? Bubbly. <laughs> What's the one in, in Rochester that doesn't the best devs? Doesn't get higher quality than LaCroix, let me tell What's you. What's the best devs say? <laughs> Uh, Topo Chico. Have you that's, tried Topo Chico? That's for elite. No only. idea what that is, and I don't think I want enough. Oh. You know what I'm going to do? I'm probably gonna sparkling send you, water. I'm going to send you some sparkling water a as case. a gift. That's okay. coming on the podcast. And you're also going to tweet us tweet us that if you like any of those. <laughs> that's excellent. So what yes. do you drink um, to hydrate? <laughs> what do I drink to hydrate? I drink uh, hydrochloric acid, like say. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I drink good old-fashioned water because it's easy to drink. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been drinking it for hundreds of thousands of years. No doubt. As Maybe humans. millions. Maybe billions. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, I don't know. I'm sorry. Don't mean to upset anyone, but teach their own. Also, isn't it pronounced La Croix? Like, what kind of fan are you? Whoa. 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 Okay, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm this, is a, yeah. this is America, okay? We speak American. Yeah. Um... So you don't. So you're telling me you don't spend forty dollars a week on carbonated <laughs> beverages? Oh, do we hang up on him? That's we, hilarious. We hung up he's on him probably, in, a, in a fit of rage. He's probably like, it's. <laughs> yeah, that was me- that was pretty messed up. Not gonna lie. Yo, L- lots of We were so though. mad at you. We hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell I've upset a few people. Cut his line. <laughs> You asked for a hot take, and I gave it Wait to you. Wait a sec. Wow, that is hot. That's spicy. I had no idea. <laughs> I'm Do sorry. You, I'm absolutely a, blindsided. As a future <laughs> dental provider, would you not recommend it to your your uh, patients? I, I recommend. Here's what I recommend. Do what makes you happy. Drink what makes you happy. You know, we're here for glug, glug. however long we're here for. You know, it's all love. You do your thing. But, you know, teach their own. I, uh, as long, uh, wait, as long as you brush your teeth twice a day and do some sort of interdental cleaning, like flossing or soft fix. That's my wow. official opinion. I love it. So yes. what do you drink on a daily basis? O- OJ or, or Coca-Cola? <laughs> or? The man drinks water. I, I drink water. Well, I personally don't. I, I don't really need, I think, a ton of flavored drinks in my life. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm a little basic for that, but you know, I, I like a good old-fashioned glass of, glass of Joe. That, I mean, water. That Joe is a hot... That's a hot take because the, I'm going to bore the hell out of you guys and take you through my daily drink. Oh, boy. I start off with a large caribou. We're talking about 16-ounce caribou coffee. What? And then and then I don't drink any water until lunch when I get a small coffee. Yep. And then I don't drink any water in the afternoon. Normally, I have like a 20-ounce Coke for dinner once or twice a week. And probably 10 bubblies throughout the week. <laughs> 10 a week As, yeah that's it yeah, that's all that, your I'm water I'm surprised <laughs> dang i think i'm drinking a lot more than i thought yeah. um <laughs> one time kevin got really sick um here yeah. at the hq and it, <laughs> it turned out 
all that he needed to feel better was just to drink water. <laughs> he bought like he bought like five liters of water from the gas station, drank those down, and was feeling right as rain. Oh, great! <laughs> no way. From your budding medical providers, everyone, drink water. Yeah, that's the hottest take of them all. I guess so. <laughs> I guess we universally can say drink some water, no doubt. Yeah. Drink water. Oh wait, I also have I, I have another another <sighs> part to my hot take. Whoa. And this has to do with something that came up earlier on the podcast. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Kevin J. Gale cannot beat me in a one-on-one Super Smash Bros. Ultimate set. Wow. Where there are, you know, we play standard competitive rule set, mm-hmm. no items, no uh, no fancy random hazard stages. No hazards. It's a plain old-fashioned one-on-one, no bubbly water. <laughs> this isn't even a hot take. This is ice cold. Not a hot take. No, ice cold. Sorry. sorry. It doesn't matter what, but important nonetheless. You're uh, rambling <laughs> about right now because we already made the fifty dollar bet. You already accepted. You're gonna come over here. We're gonna do a best of five items on sure. high, random right. levels. You already accepted it, and we did it for fifty bucks. I cannot. I am so excited for you to come home for the holidays, <laughs> just so I can yeah. whoop that a word I at the headquarters. Whoa! This is a PG podcast. Yes. This, okay. All right. I, I'll I'll refrain from swearing as well. But <laughs> who do you even name Kevin? Like Luigi? Oh, never heard of him. <laughs> never heard of him. Yeah. Roy is taking down anyone. Uh. Well, we'll see. Santana was pretty confident he could beat me at Nintendo 64 Smash Brothers. And yeah, but you also played with Fox items on high. Yeah, yeah. who plays like that? <laughs> Insane. Malik, Insane maybe you people. don't, maybe you haven't heard Santana, but that's the way God intended oh Super Smash Brothers. When you turn on <laughs> Super Smash Brothers from the box, items are on and the levels oh are random. Nobody so. cares. <laughs> it, it, they, it is the default setting, I guess. But, you know, the default setting for humans is also, you know, not to, like, take a shower or brush your teeth ever. Mm. But, you know, throughout the years, we've found better ways to live. Facts. Kevin. So there you go. Uh, you know, nah. it's, it's really hard to argue with that logic. That's just such a <laughs> close analogy. <laughs> Thank you. Try my best. There. Uh <laughs> Ugh, hilarious. Um, good uh, hot take, though. Both of those are hot takes. I'm excited. We will report back on who wins the $50 bet. Yeah. Tune in, listeners. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say before you go is that uh, your GF, Caitlin, hand-painted a wallet for me, and I get probably unsolicited com- compliments on that wallet once a week. Wow. Oh, shout out, Caitlin. It is she is the best. Such a hit. And every time I, I use it, I, I and honestly it puts like a little smile on my face compared to the crap target wallet it was before. <laughs> yeah, that uh that was a that was a process. I will say that she did put quite a lot of time into it. Uh a lot of thinking time too. So, you know, it may have come back a little delayed, but I'm sure it's uh, you know, paying off. It was well worth with the all your compliments yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, she's great. Shout out, Caitlin. Love you if you're listening. Shout out. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And great. shout out to Malik. Conoptifreitas. Conoptifreitas. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh, say hi to Franny for me. Franny, if you're listening, friend of the pod. Miss you. Can't wait to see you. Uh, 
what else? Yeah, I don't really have an outro, but what about shout out yeah, to Barb? Shout out to Barb. Barb. She misses you, Malik. Love Barb. Oh, I miss Barb so much, too. And Dan. Shout out Dan, of course. Shout of out. course. All right. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Have a nice evening. You as well. Bye. See ya. Peace. There he is. What a guy. Malik. One of the best. A BFFL, some would say. Yeah. I would say. <clears throat> uh, but now we live so far away. You know, it's it's a buzz. Yeah, LA. He sent me a picture yesterday don't of even, his... Don't even tell me. I don't even want to know. Weather app? Don't tell me. It's November. 85 degrees. Oh, my God. Suns. Suns across West the board. West Coast, best coast. Also, I just want to go back to something from earlier. Before you were, the interview or... Uh, you were like, you know... <laughs> you were like, you know, when you were friends with somebody in undergrad... You get closer because you grow up together, you know, <laughs> drinking and going to class. <laughs> is that what you think growing That's what up is? Becoming adult is, right? Becoming an adult. That's what I have to look forward to in my future. Yeah. Going to class and drinking. That's all it takes. No, I guess I didn't phrase that well. I think you get close to people in undergrad because you get hammered together and you have all these <laughs> shared experiences, honestly. Uh, uh, yeah, and you're living alone and have tons of independence. I think that's more so what it is. Probably. Like, you can stay up late or together, do whatever, yeah, go do to whatever a movie, play video games, whatever. Yeah, because even people who don't drink, drink have those get experiences. Get closer together. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe my... I think the going to class part <laughs> also plays a big role. Probably. <laughs> but it's also awesome that he went to Northwestern because he's also super meow, close meow, with, meow. with Francesca. Yeah, they're they're BFFLs now. Um, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, it's great. Anyways, nice job, Malik. Good work. What do we think about Malik? I can't wait till he starts his own pod. Yeah, um, Malik. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna be titled. Nice job, though. Nice job, Malik. This is what I think of his. It was heavenly. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I've ascended to a higher plane after that conversation. <laughs> and I learned so much about dentistry. Um, all right. What's the next segment? Uh, what is the next segment? Oh, you know what it is. It's the mailbag. Are you skipping the best segment of the podcast? Oh, oops. I mean. Holy hell. We got a lot of edits for this podcast. Unbelievable. Edit that out. Edit that out. What you meant to say, it's Kevin's Corner. <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> oh. No, don't do that one. Sorry. Uh, Kevin's Corner. We've talked about this a lot before, but I wanted to circle back on it because recently, i.e. our last guest talked about it, Dr. Michael Kim. Bridge counseling is one of the um, uh, support systems at medical school. Yep. And we talked about this before. Bridge counseling. It there's a there's two now there's now two therapists on staff at the University of Minnesota. Wow. We can get mental health therapy within forty eight hours, mm-hmm. and it's a bridge to long term therapy. Mm-hmm. Um. So I went back and looked at some of the data. And I am going to be quizzing you right now. Oh, 
Turning the tables. Since, oh, yeah. Also, terrible job on that quiz, dude. You yeah, really let us terrible down. Terrible job by the host. I agree. What Very are you talking terrible. about? <laughs> oh, what are the top 10 breads? Colgate, 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 Crest, Crest, Crest. I don't make the rules, dude. <laughs> you think I'm the one that sells those toothpastes? Okay. So, since uh, so the bridge counseling began in 2018, guess how many medical students have used it since then? This is not... As fun of a quiz. No, it's not a quiz. It's just enlightening how oh. awesome our bridge therapy. It's not a quiz. Well, you said just, it was a quiz. It's not a quiz. I want. Let me rephrase. I just want to shed more light on this bridge counseling. Okay. I'm such a fan of in bridge In three counseling. years? How yeah. many? One And for most of that, it's COVID years. Wait, four years. When did it start? Uh, it started at the end of our uh, f- first year, okay. so 2018. Um, Maybe 2019. It started in 2019. I would guess... I would guess a lot, to be honest. I'm going to say 100... 27 which it would be a ton yeah 300 medical students do you have a sounder for it i don't have anything oh. <laughs> all of my sounders are kind of negative <laughs> 300 medical students guess how many total separate visits uh 500 in more than a thousand visits wow isn't that amazing that's shocking. And this is bridge counseling. This is when students feel they can't wait for a long-term therapy, right? They and need, it takes forever to it get It takes long-term. forever, and they, they need to talk to somebody to get support. Wow. Total visits, and um, and it's free, it's confidential, it's easy to, to, to schedule. Here's some other stuff that I thought would be interesting to you. Confidential bridge counseling. Uh, there's surveys that go out afterwards where students can uh, say how pleased they are with it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this was in 2019 during the first year, uh, the surveys. Um, overall, I would recommend counseling, bridge counseling services to a peer blank percent. Carol. <laughs> I'm supposed to guess? Yeah. Uh, only 57 responses at the time. 100%? 100% out of 50 57% of the responses. Let's go. Nailed it. So 57 people filled out the survey after they did bridge counseling mm-hmm. and recommended it 100%. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, of course. Um, Not surprised by that one. The appointment was available when I needed it 98% of the time. Uh, the counselor was attentive and understood my concerns. 100% of, of uh, survey uh, people who... One hundred percent. The counselor was consistent in providing quality services. One hundred percent. All fifty-seven students. Wow, that's awesome. Now there might be a bias where the people more likely to fill out the survey were right. happy, but that's okay. One thousand visits, fifty-seven <laughs> surveys. But yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I mean it's a it's an amazing service. Why wouldn't you recommend your peers if they're in a crisis to do it? That's like if you are a non medical student. Your options basically are to call the one eight hundred number. Oh yeah, I mean, if, I mean, you're you're talking about if you have suicidal ideation. Yeah, yeah, nine one one or the one the one eight hundred number. But even if you're having like me, like if you're having mental health problems, yeah, like you're gonna have a long wait, or oh. you're gonna call the one eight hundred. Right, right. Uh, I get to what you're saying. Like a national uh, hotline, suicide hotline. Yeah, one eight hundred number. Um, so of course you would recommend. This service. Yeah, any type of service for anybody, but yeah. it's just, it's so fortunate that we have one. Yeah, it's excellent. And in the fourth year, 
you know, on Facebook, our Facebook re- group, we periodically uh, post on this kind of stuff, like resources. Mm-hmm. Fourth year's just as, I mean, not just as stressful, equally stressful in different ways. Right. People are going through right. residency interviews. There might be our peers who don't have enough interviews, and now they feel like they're inadequate or they're not going right. to match. That could be a, of course. a crisis in mental health. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's constant ways to feel stressed 100 or depressed you know covid number is higher than ever in minnesota right yep call up the therapy bridge counseling about that bing, bing. all the reasons that's just i dr kim talked about it last week so it's been on my mind the past week uh-huh um and you know you and i have both been to therapy we can yeah. talk about the positive negative you know the negative is mostly positive yeah of course um so bridge counseling still there and i thought it was so cool 300 med students a thousand separate encounters yeah and that was written this article that i'm quoting was written in april 30th 2021 so no i even the numbers are even higher than that at that point wow pretty great that is pretty great that's kevin's corner hit the sounder okay next segment santana what is it it's the mailbag what was that the the mailbag? What'd you say? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 I pressed the wrong button. Can't stop it? <laughs> oh boy. I pressed the wrong button on purpose. Uh mailbag segment. I'll yep. do it. I'll do a short one for you. Hold on a second. What time is it? The mailbag. Speedy delivery to you. Speedy delivery. See you around the neighborhood. I'm growing weary. That one's only four seconds. You heard Malik. He loves the Sounders. Oh, boy. The fans love the Sounders. Everything Malik said was a hit (laughs) other than that one sentence. Okay. What's the mailbag? Here, we got a mailbag question. Yep. This will be an easy one. Uh, From friend of the pod. Okay. FP. Who is your favorite fictional... MD. This is a great one. Do you have an answer? Because you already knew the the question. Uh, no. <laughs> I can, I have a couple people who pop into my mind. I have. Um, I have a couple. Let's hear yours. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, the first thing that popped into my mind, and I probably would would stick with this uh-huh. is Dr. Strange. Oh, that's a great one. Because he's probably one of the most badass superheroes ever. Bad A word. Oh yeah, bad A word. Thank you. Superheroes ever. Um and he's also a doctor, right? He was also a neurosurgeon. Yeah. Um I don't know about his doctoring. It seemed like he was a pretty selfish doctor, cared more about the money, but money. was a brilliant doctor supposedly, right? Was one of the best. He was working in New York, working in Manhattan because he's one of the best neurosurgeons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's yeah, you got that's got to be a good answer because that's a great answer. he ends up being an ultimate Marvel hero. Yeah. Yeah. And the movies, his one movie was the best and he has like some of the best roles in Endgame Infinity Wars. He's a legend. So anyways, Doctor Strange, first thing that popped in mind, I'm going with that answer. That's a great answer. I was going to say the robot doctor that gives Luke his robot hand at the end of Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) Beep, beep, pop, pop. (laughs) Robot. That's funny. How do you know that wasn't uh, P. 
PA or a, or a, or an, an MA. You don't know if it, they had, had an MD degree in that that universe. That's a good point. It's a good point. All right, I'll change my answer. <laughs> um, you don't even know if there are MDs in that universe, my man. I don't know anything about that universe. <laughs> Uh, mm, hmm. I have another good answer. Okay, what is it? Um, the classic Doctor, Doctor Beverly Crusher from Star Trek: Next Generation. Does he have an MD? She. Oh, how about that implicit bias? Uh, <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's a doctor in the 24th century, so the 2300s. Oh, in Star Trek. Um, she is super intelligent, super likable. All the episodes with her involved are the most interesting. Board certified. Board certified, duh. In galactic medicine. Um, so I'd go with that as well as my. Actually, I hate that answer. <laughs> Beverly Crusher, interesting, but Doctor Strange is a much better answer. Of course. Okay, so that's what's fine. yours, dude? Um, the only person truly that's coming to mind, other than the robot. Okay. Who's my one A, one B? Dr. Watson from Sherlock Holmes. Uh, Dr. Watson, I think he was a, a board-certified doctor. Yeah, he's an MD. And he was also a military doctor, right? Yeah, he was hardcore. That's a great answer. And he was BFFLs with, <laughs> BFFL. <laughs> with one of the greatest uh, detectives known to uh, man. That's right. I uh, truly am racking my brain for, for other, other doctors. Docs. Dr. Doolittle? No, no, no. He can talk to animals. That's kind of fun. He's, I don't think he's probably not a medical doctor, right? He's like probably a PhD, Dr. Doolittle. Uh, or or like a veterinarian. <laughs> if you could talk to it animals, would be, right? That would make the most sense. You should consider <laughs> switching careers. Uh, Dr. House? Now I'm just going to go with TV show docs. No, no, that's not good. House not, MD? Have you ever watched that show? No, but compared to Dr. Watson or Dr. Strange, there's no way. I don't know. He solved some pretty good cases. Um, See, anything else that's coming to mind? Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Okay. He's a quack. (laughs) Probably not one of my faves. Um, Yeah, yeah. Dr. Mario in Super Smash Bros. (laughs) Yes. Now, that's a great answer. He loves throwing out those pills. Yeah, he's huge into pharmacological intervention. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, Dr. Watson received his medical degree from the University of London Ooh. and subsequently trained at Netley as an assistant surgeon in the British Army. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty badass background. That is pretty cool. Um, Dr. Mario is also a great answer. I I would go Dr. Strange 1A, Dr. Mario 1B. What about Dr. Who? Is, I don't, he's not a doctor. There's no way. He's like a PhD probably. Probably. Um. Dr. Frankenstein? No. Dr. Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> Did you just Google famous doctors? <laughs> Dr. Indiana Jones. Those They have PhDs. Those aren't yeah, you're MD. right. Those aren't Dang, there's not that many uh, famous fictional MDs. Well, I'm sure there are. If you Googled it, 100 would come up. I did Google it. They're all, <laughs> PhDs. <laughs> they're all PhDs. I mean, outside of like the doctor shows, you know. Yeah. JD, Turk, Dr. Cox. Right. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Uh, what? <laughs> Before your time. Uh, yeah, okay, so my answer was awesome. Yeah. I think your answer, you, you, I mean, it took you a little for, while, for but our Dr. Ma- Watson, pretty good. <laughs> for our Mount Rushmore of fictional docs, yes. 
We got Strange. For sure. We both agree. He's in the Washington position. Yeah, 100%. For, and then we got Watson. Dr. Watson for fictional doc. We got the robot who gives <laughs> Luke his hand. And then everyone loves Scrubs or, or like, you no, know. that's boring, dude. One of those TV shows. That's so lame. It could be like a Star Trek doctor, like Dr. Bones. Everyone do- knows uh, Bones McCoy, Dr. McCoy. What about... Uh, He's probably one of the top five known doctors, McCoy. I've never heard of him. Yes, you have. You've seen Star Trek. Uh, have I seen Star Trek? Yeah, it was William Shatner's Kirk, Leonard Nimoy. Nice! <laughs> Can you stop interrupting me? <laughs> uh, William Shatner as uh, Kirk, Leonard Nimoy as Spock, and Bones McCoy played by uh, somebody else. What about Dr. Seuss? That's not a doctor, dude. <laughs> I don't sure? think you get the question. FP's going to be disappointed with your Dr. answer. Dr. Dre? <laughs> it's not Dr. Pepper. M- not MDs. We don't know that. <laughs> we do. I know Dr. Pepper's not a medical doctor. You might have been. Or she. Um, and then Dr. Mario. Okay, he's he takes he's the, the fourth. fourth. Yep. He's tucked away like, uh, who's that, Roosevelt? One of them, yeah. We can barely see <laughs> uh that's a great strange one. watson robot, robot. <laughs> star wars robot dr mario yeah i mean you can't get a better four than those no <laughs> iconic <laughs> so iconic all right great question oh yeah mailbag let me play the end of the mailbag as yeah always. thanks speedy delivery to you speedy delivery see you around the neighborhood thanks for flooding the mailbag this week always guys we too many questions We'll get to some of the some of the others next week. Yep. Uh, any final thoughts for the podcast? No, I mean this was a blast. Always. Um, I got a couple. Let's let's go through highs and lows of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. Okay. High of the pod. This delicious blackberry. Oh, this delicious blackberry bubbly. Duh. Hit the hit the dang spot. Quenched my thirst right up. Duh. Feel much better. Low? That new sounder. It's got to go. Should I play it one more time? Yeah, let's... One more time, you know, as a swan song. <laughs> as a swan song. My favorite... My second favorite segment after Kevin's Corner. Journal Club. <laughs> Actually, awesome. it's kind of growing on I me. I know it is. <laughs> right? Journal Club. <laughs> I think it was just the amount of times that you played it. <laughs> Um, before I let you get to your highs and lows, yeah, I want to give a shout out to a very special man. Let's hear it. Shout out to uh, Adam at Chuck Levin's Washington Music Center. Yes, nailed it, hundred <laughs> percent. Who brought the recording equipment to our apartment? Adam, I know you're listening. Love you, man. Love you, man. Uh, my highs and lows. Uh, my high was just envisioning taking that $50 from Malik. <laughs> you know how much I love betting, unfortunately. Yes. You know. It's a real <laughs> it's, problem. It's, I'd say it's more of a, you know, greatest strength, greatest weakness kind of thing. You know, what tit for tat. Both of them. That I like gambling. Simultaneously? Yeah, exactly. Sure. We could, we could say that. Um, my low for the podcast, um, probably when Malik was like, Name one thing interesting t- about med- dental school. And he's like, duh. I mean, that's a hard question. 
Name one interesting thing about med school. It's not that interesting. I nailed it right away. Pandemic, we shut down for four months. That's not interesting. What? <laughs> Snooze fast. That was my low when uh, we had 20 seconds of dead air on this podcast. Well, <laughs> we should have asked him, and we will when we get him on next. Okay. Uh, we should ask him what is his favorite memory from med sc- from uh, dental school. Duh, duh, what do you like about duh. it? Next time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Tweet at us. Yes. Hashtag. Dental drama. Dental drama. <laughs> oh, I feel like my brain is decaying. <laughs> That's fourth year med school for you. Okay. <laughs> like we say every week, a bird, bird in, in the, the hand. hand. Is worth two in the bush. See ya.